Hello, Holonet. Uh, welcome to the Galaxy at Large. Um, keeping you current with all Star Wars news, canon editions, and anything in the Star Wars universe worth sharing. I'm your host, uh, Bastard of the Bogan, Matthew Reed. And as always, I'm here with my better half, the one in the middle, Sierra Visions and debunker extraordinaire, Jim Delano. How are How's you going, this? everybody? Yeah, there um, you go. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm doing good. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, getting a little bit uh, more in depth with the introductions. So I hope everyone appreciates that who's listening. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of our goal here. Um, I think going on in the future is just kind of keep you up to date with things and um, kind of go back and forth and uh, predict what may happen. And um, chances are we're completely wrong, but we're <laughs> going to keep doing what we do. So. Yeah, we grab one every once in a while. We're yeah, I think we're kind of onto something a little bit, yeah. you know. Um, so today we're going to be discussing at first um, the timeline for the coming movies after Rise of Skywalker. We are not going to see another movie for three years. How do you feel about that, Jim? Um, I think it goes it goes both ways. I mean, I think it's uh, for the, maybe not the diehard fans, but the 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 kind of everyday people there might be a little bit of star wars fatigue after assuming we were going to have nothing until the disney purchase and and then rolling out i mean we've seen this is going to be our our fifth star wars movie right in, right in the last handful of years including um, rogue one and solo. right rogue one yeah. and solo so i mean it's it's a uh, so in, in that sense i think it's good because uh anticipation i mean it'll give give people some time off and and, and give them something to kind of a reason to try to be anxious for for what's coming next um, right right but but i mean as a fan um <laughs> it it's three years so i mean I, I would like to see i would like to see one every year if if, if i had a had my choice i mean maybe right. maybe not it's... two a year i mean i know marvel's been rolling out like three a year consistently for, for a while but i i think i think one a year i would be perfectly happy with it's um, gonna make us miss Star Wars again, and you know what? I really, I, I missed Star Wars when, like, I was a twelve-year-old, and I didn't get anything until I don't know uh, when they did the special editions. Right, right. You know what I mean? So we got nothing basically, and then we got to see it in the theaters again, which was fantastic. You know, but I mean, that was a good dry spell. That was certainly yeah. not three years during that, yeah, that period. And and again, I mean, after after the prequel trilogy <clears throat> ended. I mean, we were, we were everybody's pretty much under the assumption that that we weren't going to get any more Star Wars movies. So, I mean, to have anything is great, and and to have a a bit of a hiatus with uh, with knowing that there's going to be more to come. So, it's not going to be another ten years right, or right. another in between. So, and so we I mean, do have wait. we have so in the interim. Um, yes. I mean, we're we're just talking movies here. We're not talking uh, the comic books that come out every single week. We're not talking the Mandalorian. We're not talking, you know, maybe another live action series that they might throw out there. Um, you know, there's there's going to be plenty to keep us busy until then. Again, if you're looking outside of the movie theater, outside of the box office, right? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely obviously the, the the books and stuff will continue. And I think the big the big wild card in this whole thing is is the whole Disney plus service because that, right. that completely changes the game for them because right. I mean, they can, they can go a movie every year or every two years that really means something, but still have mini series and, 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 and one-offs or, or that kind of stuff like on, right. on Disney plus that, 
to fill maybe, out the universe. Right. Yeah. It maybe isn't, maybe aren't worthy of a movie themselves or are, there's too much to explain to right, fit it into can't a movie. Be told. So you, right. So you can put With it, it into a, like a, a, a six hour long episode miniseries or something like that. So it's, so it's like six hours. So they have that, that much time to, to fill out the story a little bit more than just a two, right, two and a half right. hour movie. I think the Mandalorian will be pretty telling when it comes yeah. to what they can do with the miniseries and the um, the Cassian Andor. Um, yep. You know, you know what I mean. Like, uh, we should see, you know, yeah, what I, they can really do with that. I, I think it's gonna. I mean, the Mandalorian is gonna be big for. It's gonna be huge for them because it's. <laughs> I mean, it's confirmed to. The first two episodes are cons- confirmed to be available at launch, of, oh. of Disney Plus. So it's it's gonna be a huge selling point. Um, for them, and and I, I think it's from what I've seen, I'm, I'm high, very much looking forward to it. So I, I think if it if it pays off anywhere close, I think it's it's gonna. I really think that the Disney Plus thing could change the game for them, um, right? As far as that kind of stuff goes. So yeah, exactly. Did, I mean, we've seen what people could sorry, do with streaming sorry. services. No, yeah. no, you're fine. Well, uh, in there before with Netflix and with Hulu yep. and with um, uh, HBO's streaming services, stuff like that. Yeah. Know, like, and that's, I mean, that's another thing with them there. They, uh, yeah, today or yesterday, I can't remember which, which it was that they, they had a, a call with um, Bob Iger or whatever the, the president or CEO, whatever he is of Disney um, mm-hmm. confirmed that there is a third live action Star Wars series already in production but wouldn't wouldn't say what it was very so interesting there's, so yeah. there's another live action one um coming as far as as, far as that goes so they've already um taken to i mean with all the like the different marvel series that have already been announced and and i mean they're they're definitely going to be using that platform for things and well they have to fill up 24 hours of, of content every day right right and they just um today rumor is that they just disney just finalized purchase of of hulu oh hulu hulu wow so i guess fox the story i guess is is fox owned like a 45 percent share or something like that of hulu anyway Mm -hmm. so when they bought fox they got that share And, and i guess it was comcast that owned the rest or the the majority share of of hulu and i guess they just read an article actually just about an hour ago that uh that the the word is that they've worked out a deal with Comcast to to purchase full control of Hulu as well. Wow! So okay. so they could be um, the streaming thing. I I think they're gonna that they're, they're not they're not gonna mess around. I think that they know that that's that's really like the next platform for them to 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 tackle. So I think it's a that's getting kind of scary. I gotta yeah. say, yeah, in Disney, a lot of ways. I mean, Disney's start... kind of controlling the world at this yeah. point. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you're not a big fan of mouse ears, that yeah. might be the uniform we're gonna have to. Like, everybody's gonna have to wear one of those at some point because they are <laughs> that taking over the world. Fascist, like like Mickey Mouse, like you know, in the and the Nazi shirt kind of thing. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's scary, but it's cool, pretty crazy. I guess yeah. whatever they control Star Wars, and that's what we're all about here. Well, so. it's also a thing where I mean, if they in the future wanted to, I mean, they could brand the disney plus thing as disney plus and make it like a family friendly kind of thing and then right if right. they wanted to put shows exclusively on hulu that right. were maybe a little bit more content. adult oriented yeah. kind of thing or whatever that that kind of stuff i mean that could work too so they could keep their happy family brand with the the, the disney name attached to it but then but also get a little bit gritty with yeah the things yeah, that we want some to, of the stuff yeah which, right which i mean i think that they'll do um 
with the streaming thing because it'll be it'll be just like my netflix where we have it set up for the there's a you you turn it on and then you got to log in as to whether you're me or whether you're one of the kids and it'll it'll cut that higher level of of content off so the kids won't be able to see it so i'm sure especially with something like the cassian andor series where i mean our first introduction to cassian was a meeting in an alleyway where he had to kill another rebel sympathizer you know what i mean and you know it's it's got to get a little bit gritty i mean it's a dark and dirty life that yeah he was and he he, yeah he was before before that i mean obviously the series is going to be before rogue one and i mean he, he he was one of those like break the rules, break the law kind of for the rebellion kind of people. I mean, that's kind of the missions and jobs and stuff like that that he did. So, I mean, I hope that that, that that's like the undercover, like, like I said, killing another rebel kind of thing. Like right. you got to do what you got to do kind of thing. Like, so, I mean, his, that series could, could definitely potentially um, lean more towards the adult theme if they wanted to go that way. Right. And, you know, like you told Jen, like, uh, you know, you haven't seen, you know, you don't know what I went through, like what I've right. done, you know, like yep. he's, he's a, a gritty character. I actually can't yeah. wait for that. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, no, I just think overall I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think more and more about the, the Disney plus thing and like what they, what they could do. I mean, I obviously they're, they're not going to want to go crazy with that, but I mean, like you said, they've got to fill 24 hours a day. Like they've got to have, enough content for people to 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 want to keep people on there 24 hours a day like that kind of thing so it's it's the more stuff they can roll out i mean the better and they'll probably stick to the you know the kind of prime time thing you know where like you know throughout the day they'll probably have more kid-friendly content and then later on at night maybe they'll do that or again like you said they might stretch over into hulu um and 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 do the adult thing there but again you know they know what we want uh they're not stupid so you know yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be huge but yeah the the cast series and and i have a i have a hope that the the other series that they wouldn't mention uh might be the obi-wan series that they were that there were rumors about immediately Uh when you said that i was like okay that would be your a great story to tell like that the would be, years on tatooine yep. it would be easy yep. to film yeah um, you know yeah not all that expensive and that it's a perfect example of it's probably not going to the theaters for two hours and watching obi-wan hang out in his hut but like, <laughs> exactly yeah. if you have like an hour-long episode with him talking to like the voice of qui-gon and training on certain right. things or or going to the Mos Eisley or whatever like and and getting into some sort of something, you know I mean? You could have right. episodes like that. Seeing that, a hollow net video of um, Darth Vader and right, finding out that right. he's still alive, um, you know, things like that. Or the little times we've seen on the comic books, um, one of the more interesting arcs that they've done um, every now and again, they'll throw in um, a, like a, a little story about how he protected Luke or, um, you know, in his, like right. his, his kind of like, conflict between owen and baru where they didn't want him anywhere near luke because they could steer him down anakin's path right. um and you know the fact that he knows that he's kind of the last hope for you know the jedi so again it, it'll be really interesting to see and yeah obi on himself what a great it, character so. i think it's a perfect time for for him to be able to see that transition from what you see in in the prequel trilogy to the to the original i mean it, it's i mean you know he's gone through a lot and what happened and what he just had to do to his 
I mean, his best friend, brother, I mean, whatever he, he considered Anakin or whatever, just right. leaving him for what he thought was leaving him for dead. And, and I mean, he, he had a lot going through his, his mind, I'm sure. So I definitely would like to kind of get just to throw this in that. there. Um, and again, I've got to give credit to um, Star Wars theory, I believe, um, or the people who kind of like put forward this, this whole like thing into my brain. <clears throat> um, like <clears throat> the fight between um, Ben Kenobi and Darth Maul um, after, just after Qui-Gon was killed, um, Kenobi used a move where he kind of flipped over the head of Darth Maul and cut him in half. Um, we fast forward to Revenge of the Sith and Anakin tries to attempt the same kind of a move to like gain the high ground. But Kenobi knows that deal. He knows that move. He's, you know, like, you know, don't try it. Um, He knows exactly what he's going to do, you know, severs off the last of Anakin's limbs and leaves him there to die. And then, you know, further on down the road, we have Darth Maul and, you know, the, the move that kills Qui-Gon and everything like that. But that never was pointed out to me, the fact that um, Kenobi, like, had, you know, like, Anakin had studied Obi-Wan's fight with Qui-Gon right. and Darth Maul and used that last move. I never realized that. Yeah, that no, blew I, my I, mind when I when it, I found that out. I was like, he, it was the same exact move, the flip and everything. Right. Incredible. Yeah, it's like you said about... Also, it, with the in Rebels with the the Maul and the Obi Wan battle, where where Maul, I mean Obi Wan finally kills kills Maul once for all or whatever. He where he he changes his stances and that kind of thing, and then he ends up in like right Qui Gon stance, and Maul tries to do the exact same move that he did to Qui Gon, and Obi Wan knew exactly what he was going to do, and he right. he like had the so, perfect I mean, counter over and, quick. And, and the fight was over in, in seconds. So, I mean, it's a... It's just, again, like how well thought out those things were. Even yep. like George Lucas, just to give him credit for that one moment. And, and and again, like for years, I didn't pick up on that until somebody pointed it out to me. Like, and again, Star Wars Theory, I recommend everyone follow that yeah. gentleman because he is pretty friggin' amazing when it yeah, comes it to a, his... It yeah, a lot of stuff and very knowledgeable. Right, right. It's another thing too with the Rebels, it just... Rem- Remind me, which would add to the Obi Wan series if they were going to do it, is in that final converse, conversation in like Maul's last minutes of life, um, Obi Wan pretty much confirms to Maul that he feels Luke is the chosen one, right, as and not Anakin, to, as opposed right. to Anakin. So right. it's it's a it's kind of interesting that 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 kind of is the first question of the chosen one theory kind of or uh, prophecy. Well, and uh, also the first signification that there might be multiple chosen right. ones too because right. anakin ends up being the one who vanquishes the emperor for however you know long and obviously the republic becomes a thing for you know 20 years or so or or whatever so again like he did help restore balance too so it could be yeah. argued that he's still the chosen but, one but again but it if, could if, be something that recurs yeah if the if the the prophecy actually states um like bring an end to the sith or or bring balance to the forests and right. and bring an end to the Sith, and if Palpatine is still around, then he didn't actually end it. I mean, he so so maybe there could be another chosen one out there to, exactly. to actually put the final end to, to right. Palpatine. So. I think it all boils down to what, you know, Snoke or uh, I, I have my own theories, you have your own theory about this, but whoever he might be, um, he, you know, says, you know, 
darkness rises and then the light to meet it. It's almost right. like he's 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 he, he knows this. Like this yep. is just going to happen. It doesn't matter. Your equal, your rival in the light is going to meet you if you're in the darkness or you know whatever. So it's just like you know, is it a chosen one thing or is it just the force trying to balance itself out right. at all points? Who knows? You know, prophecies are prophecies. So. Exactly. Yeah, well, it can be interpreted differently. I'm sure they'll, or hopefully, they'll kind of explain. Well, we've got um on the uh, the next in 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 the Rise of Skywalker, hopefully. Right, right, and we don't, you know, we don't have a runtime quite yet, but oh God, I mean, they have a lot to cover in two two and a half three hours of film time so yeah i mean i i could say i it, like endgame was like what, three hours in one minute or something like that um right if they go with that yeah I'll i didn't feel it I, mean, I didn't feel like it was three hours so i mean it went by much faster than that so i mean i would be, per- be perfectly okay with a three hour three hour movie but i also I'm, i mean would be fine with with whatever, whatever they do um but i mean right because i've got a lot to to tr- try to wrap up culmination of nine yep nine a lot of films threats. like that kind of thing they want to, if, if they're really trying to tie everything together which seems to be the right. plan I mean, we're I, not I talking a bow or a knot here we're talking tying together a quilt right. <laughs> so it's gonna right. be a long you know yep. yeah, yeah. So, right hopefully i mean i that's why i mean i'd like to see it be longer than anything because that that way they can take give everything the time it deserves to kind of right off each story i think three hours is a pretty well-rounded you know, yeah. figure so yeah i mean i wouldn't go, want to go much more than that i mean i don't think that they would um but I, but I, yeah i mean i think that that if they can they can finish off right about that time it'd be good i sat through the last jedi and i was i was surprised at how long i was actually there i mean again, yeah it just yeah. felt like minutes upon minutes and again that's a you know testament to ryan johnson keeping the the whole um thing flowing and actually doing a really good job at, at you know, keeping things moving, um, which has always kind of been the Star Wars mantra, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of action. It's always a pretty fast pace, so it doesn't doesn't drag on for sure. Right, right. Mm, yeah, that's um, I'm cool with that. Again, yeah. it's an action movie, and uh, I don't want to be too, too bogged down. I mean... No. It worked in the Phantom Menace. There was a lot of scenes where you got the economical side of the galaxy yeah, and yep. stuff like that. But as an adult, I appreciated that. Yeah, and as I think a it kid, was almost you breeze through it. It was almost necessary because, again, being the the first episode of a nine part movie. I mean, it that was they started they started the original trilogy in the meat of the story, like right, basically. Right. I mean, so I mean the, the the prequels were if you look at it as one big one big nine picture thing the prequels at least episode one should maybe be a little bit slower because you're just starting out you're explaining the how the senate works how the all, all that kind of stuff because you absolutely you're just introducing everybody to to this whole world theoretically at that point if people are gonna in the future watch it in order from one to one to nine you, you've kind of gotta set everything up because nobody knows right. anything and it was a product of the time too. I mean, because again, we wanted the we. I think George kind of set out to us a little bit, um, yeah. you know, from his point of view. And you know, we had so much stuff before that, so much fan fiction that he had released, and you know, or or you know, put his name behind and said, "Okay, this is cool. Release this. It's part of the Star Wars universe." Till he decided to kind of go the, you know the run of disney right. and whatever but either way you know like he he was he was always open to that and that's what i love about george he's a good guy so 
Um, so yeah, um, that kind one of other covers that. It, I mean, oh yeah, there's one ahead, other please, thing because we haven't really got one other thing about the 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 timeline that I thought was kind of interesting and and something else that came out of the that uh conference call or whatever with uh, Bob Iger is he confirmed that the the next movies that are going to be coming out are going to be the the ones from the the Game of Thrones showrunners. Um, yep. So at, at the very least, the the twenty twenty two movie, the next the next release, like so it kind of puts into question what is the situation with the Ryan Johnson trilogy at this point? Um, because right, is he really going to wait? Right, long or are they going to do? the first movie in one trilogy, the first movie in another. I mean, that seems, then you're talking about stretching out the trilogies for like nine years each, which is yeah. way too much, I think. And that's overload yeah, so, too. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting and there hasn't really been much, is anything said about that, uh, but they did said so it did confirm. He did confirm. I think it's the quote. Yeah. The next movie we, Ryan. from, from Bob Iger saying that, um, that the next movie we release will be theirs, and okay. Iger said, and and we're not saying anything more about that. And that was that was how he ended the conversation with that. So it's very yeah. Blunt. So yeah. Um, the the only thing I could think maybe. So I just again popped into my head because there was a, a few weeks ago, a month or so ago, an interview. Maybe it was right after Celebration, like with um, Kathleen Kennedy, where she she mm-hmm. said how um, her and um and Ryan Johnson and and the the Weiss and Beinhoff from Game of Thrones were all gonna sit down and have a meeting about the future of Star Wars. The the, the next the next thing or whatever. And so they keep saying that the, the Game of Thrones people are, are gonna be writing and producing. So what if Ryan Johnson's gonna direct the movies that they write and write and produce kind of thing because he's he's always oh, been more of a, yeah i mean he's done his own stuff like writing and stuff like that but but i mean he's as a director i mean maybe they were they were a huge fan of how he worked but maybe not the content so they want to bring somebody else in to do the writing and, and that kind of thing and maybe they'll let him and maybe ryan right okay so maybe that. maybe you know his I mean? trilogy is actually the same as theirs and the three of them are going to work together uh, a little bit on the story and they're going to produce, he's going to direct and and that kind of thing. So, I mean, I think I would be really happy with that. I mean, I think because it would, they, Oh, me too. It free him up from any of the burden or responsibility. And I love him as a director. I I still obviously would still love to have his, some of his uh, ideas in it. So, I mean, to have him be involved in some of the, the story and, and that kind of thing, but to have them, I mean, obviously what they've been able to do with, with game of Thrones, stuff like that, to have them, be kind of in, in control of of the direction, I mean, or the the story, right. and, and have him yeah. taking the story and and you know molding right. it and and letting and, him yeah, do right. what he does best as far as like directing the the actors and actually bringing the story to life, kind of thing. So, I think that's best case. Yeah, scenario. and and I really honestly like when you present that idea. I think it's a great idea. If I were behind you know the, the scenes, I would have to say you know what that's probably the best way to to progress right. forward. I mean, um, assuming with hindsight too, you know, the solo movie and everything and them saying like, Oh God, well maybe we're kind of overloading this whole thing. Let's just kind of back off a little bit and let and, this. Work and I think that's out. really the advantage. Like we talked about kind of the, the timeline or the, the, the three years in between. Um, it's like they, obviously if you look at like the MCU and what they've been able to do with 
20 plus movies and, and 10, 12 years of whatever it is of, of, of time, they were able to start that at the beginning, like on their own right. and, and start from, from day one. So like, Disney had to take, took over Star Wars and they already had George Lucas's content out there and they had to finish that and, and get that done, right. kind of finish this saga. And then this three years in between could be a lot of like Kathleen Kennedy and like the, the, um, the, these guys and the uh, Ryan Johnson, the, the writer's directors going forward and, and like the Pablo Hidalgo's and, and, and David Filoni's of the world kind of sitting down and spending a good couple of years to come up with the next 10, 15 years of stories before they right. have to start putting them out and that, that kind of thing. So, I mean, I think it behind the scenes, it could be a huge positive for, for the, just the, if they decide to go back to like a old Republic time period, and that's what it makes sense to me. All yep. of that, you know, that would be, I think, the best way for any franchise to continue, you know, or to go forward. Yeah, cause um, it, especially with the Marvel universe. Right, they've proven that they know, can do it. And they can, they know, right? They know how how to get it done. It's just a matter of jumping into somebody else's universe and try to finish that off first. Then you, you can't really, you don't get to pick what happened before. You've just got to kind of finish the story. So if you can go back a thousand years before any of those movies and they can set the galaxy up and set the star Wars universe up the way that they, they want right. to ultimately leading to what we know now as, as the movies and stuff like that. Oh, it's a huge untapped right. resource and they've done it actually in the comics. They've hinted to little things, yep. you know, like, and, and again, I think it's something that's been thought yeah, out. I, like I, you said, I definitely do. I, th- I think there's people will see over. I, I hope to see that people will see over time that, that there there has been a lot more thought put into this than they than than they seem right. to think now at this point. Well, we're both we're both realists yeah, yeah, yeah. more than optimists. So honestly, I I think that that's the way that they're going to go. It, it's it makes sense realistically. Um, you know, I I I agree 100. percent I hope that that's the way that they go. I think that's the way they're going yeah. to go. And uh, yeah, that's a really really damn good point. And I honestly hope that things work out the way that it does, where Ryan johnson does actually you know end up directing the movies and those people the executive producers because honestly i'm enjoying the last season of game right. of thrones so i don't know what the hell they're doing with that show um i know a lot of people are a little bit upset about it and that's for somebody else to handle in a podcast um but for me i i'm really enjoying it and especially the feel um everything you know like uh, it's 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 an exciting time for me um, I know a lot of people are pessimistic towards the Star Wars universe and where it's going to go, but I'm I'm pretty damn optimistic and can't yeah. wait. So same same here. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, um, anything else? I mean, apart from the fact that once you know the three year period ends, we're going to get a movie. Every yeah, every two. Well, every every two happen? years. So it's the release the release dates for the Star Wars movies that they that they they came out with. I mean, Disney came out with this huge press release. With all, which is all crazy because it gave no information, right? Some except the for the last couple of years, maybe the, the this the rest of this year and into like the beginning of next year for like some of the other movies, mm-hmm. but really it was like untitled all the things that like untitled Marvel movie, untitled Star Wars movie, like be, like going forward. But they did give the date, so it's it's um. But they, I mean, they gave their whole their whole listing of release dates from uh, this year, two thousand nineteen, 
to oh, 2027. That's the timeline. I yeah, saw. so yep. it went all the way from from ni- from 2019 to two- 2027 with all of the the releases and stuff. So I mean, with with dates. So I mean, right now the next three Star Wars movies after the Rise of Skywalker are slated for um, December 16th, 2020, 2022. Sorry, um, mm-hmm. December 20th, 2024, and December 18th, 2026. So those, in theory, would be the trilogy by the, the Game of Thrones. You know, right, the, right. Which they again have have come out and right. said that that's at, at least the first movie. Then it was the next movie we release is going to be from them. So so it didn't necessarily confirm that all three of them. So, but I think that, I mean, obviously there's going to be more beyond the 2026 because they they're oh, alternating course, yeah. in the. But how far are we going to go? We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know who's going right, to die, who's right. going to live, or you know what's going to happen in the world. I mean, it's a crazy fucking world yeah. out there. So we shall see. But you know what? It's a lot of foresight. So I give them um, for the gusto and the balls that it has to come out and say, like, this is what we're going to do for the oh, next. Yeah. yeah, and it's um, everything. I mean, there's like you know, 15 Marvel movies listed. Seven or eight years. The, yeah. Uh, I mean, the whole the Avatar push I mean, starting – 2021 i mean they're basically avatar and and people want to see more avatar (laughs) Avatar, those four more coming at least Um, avatar and star wars are going to be alternating the december like christmas season for the next uh seven years or so it's going to be like as the avatar movies are are announced for the same period december of 2021 23 25 and 27 so yeah better get our mouth our our mouse yeah. on because yeah we're going to be saluting disney for quite right. a long time and, and obviously so. and other than this year oh with God. with endgame and star wars i mean and spider-man in summer that's it for marvel movies for this year but then starting back next year they've got they're back to their three releases per year plate plate with every single one of them every single one of them with throughout the entire listing being untitled marvel movie untitled because they haven't until spider-man comes out in July, and are they not. doing like the? I mean, the Marvel movies generally come out for their like the summer. Yeah, there's months, a um, or the spring most, ones, and then I think the dates. I don't have it in front of me right now anymore, but it was most of them were. Yeah, there was like one in March ish, one in like May June, right, and then one like yep. October November, like, like that kind of thing, like in that yeah. in that range. So it's like they're spreading spreading the year out with with the Marvel stuff. So they're just going to crush yeah. it. It's yeah. crazy. So, I mean, and that's, I mean, wild. tons of stuff going on about what those movies might be. We don't really know. So, I mean, there'll be more of that coming out again after they've said that after the Spider-Man um, movie in July or whatever it is, that, that yeah. they'll, that'll officially end this kind of stage and they'll, they'll start announcing a little bit more of what's coming forward. But yeah, it's, it's, which looks fantastic by the way. Yeah. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, I gotta say high four. Yeah there as Mysterio. So. Yeah, it definitely seems seems uh and, and and again it's gonna have a lot takes after it takes place after Endgame, so it's I think it's gonna have a lot to do with um kind of tying up some of the the last couple of questions in, in in that movie too. So Yeah, again we're a Star Wars podcast. Yes. But I've gotta say, um the big thing is like a lot of people are speculating that um supposedly you know, he Mysterio comes from the you know the time warp or the time loop or whatever it is. You know the 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 other right. universe, alternate universe, but that it might turn out that he's just kind of an imposter and he's he's you know 
saying that he's from this area or whatever. It's just kind of, you know, because he's the master of right. tricks. He's, you know, like his, his, all of his like powers in the comic books were generally just illusions. Right. And he was just a guy in a, in a tank, a fish tank, you know? That, so, yeah. It's kind of what I we'll heard, see. what I heard about. You don't, you don't really know. I heard both of them that, that there's people are saying that he, he's from another dimension or whatever like an alternate universe um that he's that he's here right. now or the same thing or it's all just parlor tricks and he's he's setting up all of this destruction to make it look like he could he can come and save the day and and try to look like a hero when he's really really not kind of thing so right which i think the perfect spin and the only logical thing would be to um again we're not a we actually probably should do that but at some point you know but um anyway you know like a perfect spin would be that he's the real deal he's just a pretty powerful whatever or god knows what even regardless of its like illusions or not um whatever he's doing is 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 pretty damn real yeah so um yeah we'll see but again just just perfectly illustrates how you know well Disney is handling all of this yep. stuff. Oh, so. I mean, um, and it actually looks like they're going to tie in more so because I, I've just seen the new um, Dark Phoenix yeah. um, trailer or teaser um, that they're going to be blending the um, the X Men into the whole Marvel. Yeah, universe I think it's going to. I think it's definitely going to happen. I think it's. I mean, whether that's got something to do with why they're not announcing anything going forward because they're going to try to right. integrate them but they are still like again with disney, disney they have a young yeah cast. disney now owning no. fox um right. the dark phoenix is now on disney's list of releases so and right. uh, also new mutants is is still on the the, the calendar to come which out, is so. the first kind of real crossover that they're right. doing um between you know those two right, worlds so. because the new mutants so, yeah. and it, yeah. it does so, also well we won't get yeah, no, no, definitely, definitely <laughs> not. there's too much i to go on a tangent but way too much but i think right. that like one thing i will say is that they the forgotten group in this whole purchase which has been like destroyed in movies at this point is fantastic four fantastic and i, I four, think that right. there's been since there's been no talk of them i wouldn't be surprised if they're the first fox brand that they work in just like behind the scenes secretly because nobody because nobody's really talking about it so i think it's right but but anyway i wouldn't either because you know what i mean i'm uh, i'm not really sure but i think we saw a black suit in the next um spider-man movie i don't think that they'll do it in the next movie no but Um, they're but the perfect tie-in with the fantastic four is the black suit right um in some way because reed richards was instrumental in actually figuring out what the black suit was for spider-man when but yeah i think way. i mean it easily um, could be just set up in an in, a, in an end spider-man will be the or whatever like that kind of thing and just right. be like some sort of end credit scene right. where where there's just just a symbol or just something to to kind of but i tr- right i truly believe that spider-man is the perfect link to blend in the yep. fantastic four and you know there's uh, there's a whole story behind how mishandled the fantastic oh, four yeah. have been and why and licensing rights and things yep. like that um both of the movies well both, yeah both of the both different... of the the bookend right. movies i would say not rise of you know not the ones with jessica alba in them but the bookends um the original one where it was just a terrible movie but i still love to watch it the one from like i think the yeah, late yeah, 80s yeah, yeah, early yeah. 90s 
Um, and then the last one, which was just a butcher of a like just terrible, <sighs> terrible movie. Um, again, we're mostly for licensing and just kind of shopping it out there and to keep the license. But eh, there was there was an end game to that too. So we'll see. But um, I don't know. Do we have time to get into the Palpatine thing? Yeah. Why not? Why so not? Palpatine yeah. thing. Let's touch All on right. it a little bit. Yeah. So Jim and I have this theory um i kind of kind of you know originally i i kind of went a different way but still um that snoke is somehow under the control of palpatine or you know yeah under the control of palpatine and or a clone of palpatine or is somehow in you know palpatine's embodying snoke or sharing his mind or somewhat um and uh am i right in saying yeah that? is that the best I think, way to put it i think so i mean i that's that's the whole thing. I, I I'm not. I, I wouldn't go on on record, uh, personally saying exactly which way it is right now because I think it's so wide open. Right. But yeah, I definitely think that they're that that with Palpatine being obviously revealed in the trailer, I, 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 I he's he's got to have something to do with with Snoke and I, and it and whether it's whether it's he's he's possessing his body and it's actually Palpatine controlling him or if it's just, he's got him brainwashed or if he's got him fooled that they're working together and when ultimately he's just using right. it as like a pawn kind of thing. I mean, there, there's, there's definitely something, something there. A huge influence yeah. Yeah. Um, on, on Snoke. From yeah. Palpatine. And I think the clone thing, I mean, like again, Star Wars theory, bringing, bringing them up or him up, but, um, like it was a just a a small part of one of the essential guides um mm-hmm. that the jedi versus sith like the the explanation of the force i think it was an essential guide or whatever, but which is legends yes, right now yes yes um, all those essential say, guides are are, yeah. are legends now um but it was interesting to to kind of take a look at one of the in, throughout the book i guess there's different passages that were supposed to have been written by stars in the in in the galaxy so one of them that was really interesting was from written from luke uh, by luke and to giving given to his nephew um anakin solo from the legends um mm-hmm. previous thing uh explaining to him about how uh palpatine survived and and his the dark side kept his his spirit alive long enough for him to be able to transfer into a a, a clone of himself that he had that he had waiting and, and uh, ultimately his, his ultimate purpose was to um, be able to put himself into a body that was strong enough to hand handle um, his power and, and that kind of thing. And he's right. just kind of jumping from, from body to body because the dark side does a number on your, 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 your body and stuff like that. So, I mean, it, it like, it tears you apart and, and kind of, so, I mean, anybody that's not, not that strong, it's going to, they're going to, quickly kind of start falling apart for lack of a better way to put it from, from right the dark side. so i mean and it I should think... be pointed out um at this point that um palpatine in in canon currently um has been described as just a dark void like if you're in the room with him it's just this dark pit there's nothing else like he's extremely strong in the dark side so again yeah. he's going to twist and malform any 
entity that he inhabits, right. I would imagine. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I just think, I mean, I'm not going to get into that whole, the whole story it was, a, there was a lot of pieces in that. I mean, I, I still haven't even, even been able to go back and read the entire um, thing, right. which I would, I would, lo- I would like to be able to do, but I mean, from what he, he Star Wars theory was talking about with it, I mean, there was a lot of pieces that would fit really nicely in with where we are in the sequel trilogy at this point. Um, right. Just replacing some of the Legends characters with current characters and and, right. and and stuff like that. And and he also brought up in that the video that I'd watched that um, I mean, there's there's been there was lots of talk about how JJ go back Abrams, and watch the video, everyone um, from yeah, Star Wars yeah, Theory. Star Wars it's, very, it's actually very new, um, so you'll probably yeah, it's just within this week. I, I, yeah. I believe it was. Um, I can't know. I, I think I had the title a minute ago, um, but uh, of what the video was, but it, it's something along the lines of, of um, it, did George Lucas help decide how Palpatine was coming back in, in the rise of Skywalker or something along those lines. Yeah. I think you're right. With George Lucas's yeah. Palpatine or something like that. Right. Like right. His, because yeah, it was right. it, the whole thing was that, that it's been confirmed and, and already been talked about that JJ Abrams sat down with George Lucas when he first took over episode nine after, after not really be supposed to being in, in charge of it. And before he rewrote the script, he, he sat down with, with George and kind of had a conversation about stuff. So, I mean, if, if that essential guide came out when as legends and not that, not that George Lucas was personally writing a lot of the stuff that was coming out in legends, um, he at least had some knowledge of what was being released and that kind of stuff. So, so he had right. to, at, at the very least, um, partially sign off on things that were were released. Then, then I think it's interesting that that Palpatine coming back and trying to take over Han and Leia's son um, right. was already part of a story that that was in Legends that that uh, could right. theoretically be. And we're generally referencing, um, you know, a lot of that came from Dark Empire, um, which was one of the, the, the comics, like a very, you know, thick, you know, it's a good book. You can still find it out there. Um, and from, um, you know, like I've always seen a lot of um, reflections with Dark, Darth Cadis and uh, Kylo Ren and stuff yep. like that, you yep. know, like Jason Solo and, and Kylo's fall and everything like that. So they've, been cherry picking things from legends and i really honestly hope that they kind of stick you know it's not going to go anywhere near where that probably went um the finish of everything like that but i I see the parallels between a lot of the legend stuff that happened before and what's happening now and i think a lot of people who actually were into that which is probably very few in the star wars universe who actually read those books i know you were one of them yeah um you know the what was the not fate of the jedi um um was the other series oh. I, and I, yeah of course I'm we do this like completely. once every time I, right yeah. yeah i do it every, <laughs> every single time and then I <laughs> you, cut, later on i'll be right. like oh yeah that right. but i know it was like a nine book it was like a nine book series it, i mean it basically was like jason solo's complete like right similar thing it and was it, his fall ben solo and yeah. solo all of those people jana and, um yep. solo you know like the whole and, uh, solo family but yeah and, Mara Jade and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, they were all all part of it. I mean, this one, this also was like towards the end of. I mean, oh, it up was until one of the la- almost the very end where yeah, Disney. Yeah, it was like it. the yeah. last. It was the last long series of stories that came out before. Right, I remember b- seeing it on the bookshelf. Uh, like, yes, you know, yeah. and, and being like, "Oh, that's pretty interesting." Like, I can't believe that just came out. Yeah, there was a lot of that stuff later. There. Right, 
like um the the uh, Lost Planet of the Sith and stuff were were part of that. that Lost blow, Tribe of the Sith, yeah. yeah. Lost Tribe of the yeah, Sith was, was part amazing. part of that series. Um, I mean, I think when again, if anybody who's read it, like if you if you picked up right where that series ended mm-hmm. and started doing movies from there. I would right. have been perfectly happy with that because they they left that movie. I mean that book that book series, obviously with the thought process of of being able to continue the story, right. um, and then obviously Disney, the Disney purchase happened and and that kind of stuff. But but I mean it 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 was it really it was a good culmination of the story that they were telling, but it also left uh, left a, a few loose ends out there that right right that I would have loved to have been able to see how it how it kind of ended but i was really honestly to see if they go back and maybe canonize a couple of things once the rise of skywalker um is released like the plagueis novel and stuff like that where there's really not a lot of like wiggle room like i know for you know palpatine's previous life um but i don't see why that's not canon at this point but either way right you know like that was the one that we just missed like that book you know i i truly feel you know it it, it was such a great book but either yeah way, that, we'll was a, that was a really good one that i mean the, the bane trilogy of books was oh amazing were yeah. really really good but i am also. happy with the fact that we might be able to go back and re- revisit bane even in like yeah. some kind of a trilogy or um you know even a video game or something like that and and i would be pleased <laughs> with seeing how bane came up with the rule of two this time me and my me and my uh, behind the scenes story, like her movie making or ideas, whatever. Like again for the the Disney Plus thing, mm-hmm. I would I would love to see a series, or I would kind of propose a series or whatever about, um, basically about the rule of two. So yes. you have um be the you have it the rule of two you, right <laughs> and exactly call call it that Star Wars the rule of two and you have it basically starts the first episode or 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 two or whatever. Uh, could start with the scourge of Malachor and, and then mm-hmm. the the ending of the Sith as we knew it and and Darth Bane starting starting the Sith under the rule of two and that kind of thing and you could almost take you go season by season mm-hmm. almost with the tutelage of Bane and his his apprentice and then end that season with with the apprentice killing the master and then pick up the next season with the next master and apprentice and you could almost trace the loop the lineage of the Sith from, right. from Bane all the way up to Plagueis and, and Palpatine. Like right. if you, and you can do that you any way to, that you want to. It doesn't yep, even have to just, be the whole Rule of Two series. It could end at a certain right. point with two really badass whatever and you can explore you know, the rest in comic books and books and media yep. and stuff like that. Um, but again, I think that would be fantastic too. That we would, have to would, explore the Old Republic. We have yep. to. No, I think that that's it's yeah, it's got to. I mean, I mean, I think that's the best untapped the, resource. Exactly, and I mean, if you if you think of it, not that you want to pigeonhole, no, the the guys at the Beinhoff and, and Weiss or whatever, but but I mean, if you're gonna try to write an older public or have an older public thing, I mean, they they seem to do pretty well with Game of Thrones, which is more of a medievalish kind of times. I mean, like right. that type of. So I mean, it's almost like the more of the type of feel that you would you would think you would have a thousand years before. Um, right. when everything's kind of so i mean i think that they would be the perfect exactly the star the wars universe group. has always been a really really good balance between and especially the old republic when they started kind of exploring that in the past and the video games and stuff like that um it's always been a balance between the medieval and futuristic technology mm-hmm. like you know um 
one of the coolest things, you know, and I like to see them kind of reincorporate it was like the lightsaber whips and things like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, actually, that's a good segue too into our next, um, you know, point because we're kind of running low on our sixty-minute thing <laughs> we're trying to do here. Um, I'm gonna go into the comic books. Uh, the Doctor Afra comic book that came out today, um, a completely new arc has started. Um, it's called Unspeakable Rebel Super Weapon, um, which actually is um, about an old Jedi heretic um, named Oab the Apostate, um, who took lightsaber tech, did it into a weapon, um, which could use the, he could use the weapon at like a range, a ridiculous range, to like assassinate people and stuff like that, and he ended up. Um, kind of running off on the Jedi and stuff like that. Um, but it turns out that up until, you know, we're now into, um, I think in the Afro comic, we're around the time we're between Empire Strikes Back and A New Hope. Um, so this rebel super weapon is now, um, Afra finds it. And at the same time that Dr. Afra, this amazing archaeologist, great character, I hope everyone picks up her comic series um, and reads the first Darth Vader series that came out in, I think, 2013. Um, one of the first series that they did. Um, incredible character. Um, she's out looking, you know, she just stumbles across this super weapon. At the same time, the rebels are also trying to find this super weapon. And, um, the end of the comic is kind of the clash between her and the rebels. She ends up with the weapon and wants to sell it, but we'll see what happens with that. Um, but again, just like introducing a small part of the old Republic, um, you know, with this crazy super weapon that's just laying kind of in the middle of some guy's laboratory somewhere. Um, Which, again, pick up that comic, pick up all of the comics that are released by Marvel. They are incredible. Um, So that kind of covers Dr. Aphra. But the other one that is actually, um, to me, a little bit more interesting, uh, the Age of Rebellion um, Boba Fett comic came out. Yeah, I saw the picture. I'd like to cover that one yeah and it's called hunter's heart and honestly um if you go into like clone wars and stuff like that i wasn't a big fan of seeing the young boba fett and kind of the bratty moody teenager kind of i don't know what they did with him in there um filoni had an idea he's gonna follow through with it i'm perfectly cool with what he did with you know boba as a young person um it's not as bad as I make it seem. You just go back to the Clone Wars and, and watch, and it, you know, whatever, you'll be cool. Um, but either way, um, it's called A Hunter's Heart, and it like starts off with Boba Fett charging through the desert. Um, spoilers, and um, you know, he there's two bounty hunters who are out. Um, it's not Tatooine, but it's a different desert world. Two bounty hunters are out there and they see Boba Fett coming through their binoculars and they're like, alright, well fuck it, we're dead. Like, it doesn't matter what we do right now. We could run, we could do whatever we want to do. We're dead. He's already seen us. So Boba Fett charges by um, on this weird like, kind of clockwork cool, like, beast thing. It's It's like a horse but it's like mechanical. It's wicked awesome. And he's got his bounty on his back, so... One of the bounty hunters says, like, oh, he's got his man. He's cool. He's going into town. Goes into town, drops off the dude, picks up another bounty. Turns out to be the bounty hunters that he just passed by. 
um, those guys are trying to go to a spaceport or whatever. All of a sudden, they find out that Boba Fett, you know, comes up behind them, kills one of the other bounty hunters. The other one's trying to escape, chases him all the way to town, ends up killing him, um, even though the bounty hunter took this entire village kind of hostage to say, oh, you're not going to kill this whole village. I'm going to kill them all if you come after me. Anyway, Boba finds a way, gets the guy, saves the village. The whole village comes into the cantina when he's, like, cashing in his bounty and everything like that. And they're like, oh, my God, like, one guy stands out and he's like, you saved our village. It's fantastic. This is great. Can you help me with this one thing? Boba Fett says nothing. He's over at the computer. He finds out that the guy who's asking him and praising him for saving this village and everything like that is his next bounty. Turns around, shoots the guy and says, it's all about the bounty. It's not about you. It's not about your village. It's not about anything. I guess I could, if, you know, I could save a couple of people on the, along the way, great. But it just, like, restored my faith in Boba as a ruthless bounty hunter, like, who is, again, all about the money, all about the bounty. So it was a really, really great story. I am so psyched about the Age of Rebellion comics, um, they've been great so far. Yeah, so. I like the fact that they're um, through through Boba, through Rebels and and Clone Wars, and obviously with the Mandalorian, they're um, definitely putting a focus on on Mandalorian side of things. Because I mean, they're right. just as huge. Back to the Old Republic stuff. I mean, the Mandalorians are just as big of a part of the the galaxy as the Jedi and the Sith. I mean, they they're so, I mean, it's good to see that they're not being forgotten as far as... Uh... Right. And we've yet to, um, you know, we know that um, both Boba and his father, Jango, were not Mandalorians, right. but they did take on the armor. So I want to know why. I want to know why they revered this, you know, these people so much. Um, why they took on the armor. Was it specifically because it gave them an upper hand in combat? Um, like, we haven't right. explored that. And then the EU... Boba was a, man- yes. a Mandalorian. You yes. know what I mean? Like, he was part of that whole tribe, and it was a huge part, actually, of the series that we were talking yeah. about with yep. um, Jaina Solo being trained by Boba Fett at a certain point. Yeah, um, yeah, he was. was yeah, the Mandalorians and everything played a, yeah, he played a huge role in that, in Massive. that, in yeah. that whole, that whole nine, nine part story, but yeah, with Boba. We've yet to really explore the Siege of Mandalore, um, any right. of that, and that stuff. stuff. I so mean, it'll be great. Yeah, I mean, that's something else we got to look forward to with the Clone Wars. I mean, that's supposed right. to be with this this final se- or next season. I think final season is, is supposed to be about. So I mean, that'll be that'll be huge too. And any mention of Darth Maul during that Mandalorian series will be yeah, well yeah, yeah. welcomed. So yeah, yeah. The, the, any of the Easter eggs. I mean, I know I heard like early on there was uh, a rumor that. That the Vizsla, yeah, Vizsla, like the um, that um, potentially Sabine's helmet was seen on like a whether like a shelf or like a, a table or something like that. Not saying that necessarily she was in it, but but I mean her, yeah, her, I mean her stuff Easter is obviously again for one of those people that that kind of keeps an eye on all of the different things. I mean her armor and her her mask, it, it's pretty unmistakable. So I mean you would with the colors right. and the styles and stuff like that that, that she has that. that most others probably don't. So I mean, again, even if it's just that sitting there, and you get to see it, the, the right. little nod to the, to the, the rebel fans, that kind of thing. It's good, right? Right, because it's so hard to pull those things out. I mean, the only kind of real 
nod that we had in the movies. Well, we had a couple, but, you know, the whole general yeah. Sandula, you know, you're needed, you know, wherever, and having Chopper. Yeah, and Chopper and the ghost. And one the, yeah. was so cool to see. Right. Yeah, right. So that was, that was cool. So, so yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm really excited Again, about this. Yeah, I'm really job. excited about the, yeah. the Mandalorian. I mean, it, I don't want to say I'm looking forward to it more than the Red Scour, because that would not necessarily be true. But, I mean, it's right it's right on the same the same level because it, it's just i think it's it's a huge right. it opens up this whole new yeah. possibility for i mean it's the first live yeah. series that yep. we're gonna get and, like, and, and if know, it's so. if it's it's if it's nearly as successful as i mean it's already been signed on for a second season and and obviously it hasn't even come out yet <laughs> they must yeah, have pretty, so i yeah, mean right. they're they're um yeah it's 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 going to be huge for Star Wars. I think that that's they're banking a lot on on that to be able to do like what we talked about earlier with being able to use that platform for a way to be able to tell stories outside of the theaters, um, kind of thing. So, right, I think it'll be it'll be big. All right, so yeah, I mean, this week also we have um, coming up uh, another Age of Rebellion um, comic. Uh, it's going to be the Lando one, um, which should be pretty cool. The following week we have Jabba the Hutt. And um, the following week after that, we finally get a Luke Skywalker Age of Rebellion nice. comic. Um, so a lot coming up. And again, we're going to be doing the whole, um, uh, God, what is it? Um, I don't know. The dollar series uh, is yeah. going to continue to of a lot of you know comics that um, you can pick up really, really cheap, which in our last podcast, I hope it doesn't happen this time. The audio got a little bit um, garbled, um, but that whole, um, you know, the retread of the previous series is continuing, and I recommend everyone pick those up too. Very cheap. Um, probably your only chance to get these things unless you get the Marvel Unlimited um, subscription, which, again, I probably also have to. It, I've, I've loved it. I mean, I've I can sit there, you know, and and just on my break, read a comic or two, you know, the old Star Wars series, the new Star Wars series, um, Spider-Man, anything like that. Probably shouldn't be plugging <laughs> people who don't <laughs> pay us to yeah. do so. But we're all yeah, about the fans here, so pick it up. Right, exactly. Um, so, Jim, thank you very uh, much, no sir. No Another one in yeah, the bag. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're going to see you next week, everyone. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.